Welcome to the Parable Podcast. Thanks for joining Family Life on air host Randy Snavely as he digs into the story lessons taught by the world's greatest teacher, Jesus. In this episode, it's part one of A Little Bit of Leaven for the Kingdom of Heaven. Just before Hurricane Ida hit the Gulf states in September of 2021, a Domino's Pizza restaurant in Louisiana threw out some pizza dough. The rains came, the temperatures remained extremely hot, and we soon learned that the movie The Blob wasn't so far-fetched after all. The dough in the dumpster began to rise, and it didn't stop until it had crept out of the top, down the sides, and onto the parking lot. One girl working there said the blob of dough smelled great, and it was soft and squishy and very big. Well, eventually it was all cleaned up, but that's what happens when yeast is set in the right conditions. It expands rapidly. In Matthew 13, we come to another short parable that Jesus tells But this one is more puzzling than the others we've looked at. Many Bible scholars with credible credentials have come out with conflicting conclusions to the parable of the leaven. And these are not just slightly different conclusions, but ones that are totally opposite from one another. There is strong disagreement. As I look at this parable, I think the key to understanding it is based really on two principles. We need to look at the context of what was said immediately before it, and that's typical Bible study. That's how you figure out what is really being said. And we need also to understand what leaven is and what it does. Looking at Matthew chapter 13, verse 33, he told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like leaven that a woman took and mixed into a large amount of flour. Some translations will say three measures of flour until it worked all through the dough. Three measures of flour in the Bible equals a little over one bushel. So it is a large amount of dough. Now, before we continue on, let's review quickly the different parables we've looked at so far, because all of them concern the kingdom of heaven. John MacArthur sums up the teachings of these parables, saying, The parable of the soils describes the breadth of the kingdom, which is the world. The parable of the wheat and weeds describes the length of the kingdom until the end of the age. The mustard seed parable talks about the height of the kingdom. Remember, the tree was very tall. And the leaven speaks to the depth of the kingdom. In the parable of the soils, we learn that the vast majority of people are going to reject the gospel of Christ. In the parable of the wheat and weeds, we learn that Satan's work to destroy the growth of the kingdom will clearly be noticed, and it actually is quite effective. Now, I want you to do me a favor here. Pretend that you are one of the disciples, and you've just listened to those first two parables. You might start thinking, man, what have I gotten myself involved with here? 
This does not sound very promising. Sounds like we are on the losing side. I'm not sure I like what I'm hearing. Chances are that is exactly what was going through the disciples' minds. But then the tenor of the teaching changes. There is hope. The mustard seed parable encourages the disciples. Jesus tells them that, yes, the kingdom will start out small, but it will grow like crazy. In fact, the growth will be so explosive and huge, everyone will notice it. And then this mustard seed parable is immediately followed by the parable of the leaven. They kind of go hand in hand. It would be a mistake to separate the two. You are listening to part one of Family Life's Parable Podcast, A Little Bit of Heaven for the Kingdom of Heaven. It's taken from Matthew chapter 13, verse 33. Now I've given the title of this parable, A Little Bit of Heaven for the Kingdom of Heaven. From Matthew chapter 13, verse 33, this leaven parable also teaches about big time growth like the mustard seed parable did. The difference though is how the growth is perceived. In the kingdom of heaven with the mustard seed, the growth is outward. Here, the growth happens on the inside. Now the problem with the interpretation of this parable is the usage of the word leaven or yeast. Most of the time in the Bible, not all of the time, but most of the time when leaven is spoken of, it's referring to evil. But here's the key. The Bible never says leaven is evil. It does say it is an influencer of the evil. And that's important to understand. Leaven by itself is neither good nor bad. It's an analogy. It's like the word lion. Is lion good or bad in the Bible? Well, it's neither by itself. But when God's word talks about the lion of Judah, it's a good connotation. It's speaking of Jesus. But when the Bible mentions the devil being a roaring lion who wants to devour us, well, now the lion is bad. It's the same way with leaven. It's neither good nor bad per se, but it is a powerful influencer that can be either good or bad in its usage. 1 Corinthians 5 deals with the issue of sexual immorality. In verses 6 through 8, Paul writes, Do you not know that a little leaven leavens the whole lump? Cleanse out the old leaven that you may be a new lump, as you really are unleavened. For Christ, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed. Let us therefore celebrate the festival, not with the old leaven, the leaven of malice and evil, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Luke 12.1 says, Beware of the leaven of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. Again, Jesus is not saying leaven is hypocrisy. It is not an illustration of the sin. 
it's an illustration of the influence of hypocrisy. Leaven is not the sin of sexual immorality. Again, it is an illustration of the influence of sexual immorality. So leaven is not something that is evil. And we'll clarify that even more next time. Thanks for listening to the Parable Podcast from Family Life. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. And please check out Family Life's other original podcasts, including Therese Talk, If That Makes Sense, and the Rise Up Morning Show podcast with Steve, Therese, and Tim. You can help Family Life share the gospel and bring spiritual encouragement to others when you partner with us financially at familylife.org.